Hey folks, and welcome to the 46th edition of I Bleed Pinstripe. We'd call it the Andy Pettit edition. And uh, for those Yankee fans who know why, it's because, you know, you know why. Anyway, folks, it is July 9th uh, in steamy, the steamy East Coast here in Connecticut. It's a very steamy day, uh, typical East Coast weather. Um, but let's get back to it. It's the, like I said, the 46th episode of I Bleed Pinstripes. Uh, and uh, let's go and check out the Yankees who wore number 46. The number was not issued until 1948 to Charlie Silvera. Uh, and then I'm going to look down on this list. Amazingly, Rick Dempsey wore this jersey from 73 to 76. I'm guessing that he backed up the captain, Thurman Munson. Uh, really, Dempsey, really known for his work with the Orioles. And if you can, go on YouTube and find. He used to do some funny stuff during rain delays. I used to laugh watching uh, This Week in Baseball. Rick Dempsey was definitely a big clown. Mike Heath wore it in 78. Uh, Joe Lefevre wore it in 1980. Gene Nelson, 81. Shane Rawley, 1982. Uh, Amazingly, and I kind of remember this, Don Mattingly wore it in 82 to 84. And uh, if my recollection is correct, during the Pine Tar game when they replayed it, I believe he played second base. I'm sure Ron Guidry was in center field for that like half inning that the Yankees were in the field. Mike Pagliarulo wore it in 1984. Big Pags fan. Love Mike Pagliarulo. Love the way he hit. Love the way he had his socks. Um, he won a World Series with the Twins, I believe, in 1989? 90? 90? One of those years. Henry Cotto, 85 to 87. Jerry Royster wore it in 87. He was a Padre, I believe. Roberto Kelly wore it also in 87. And Rich Bordy wore it in 87. Ken Winter Phelps, 1988, he wore it. I believe the Yankees got him for Jay Buhner. And if uh, the famous Seinfeld when George goes to do an interview with the Yankees, he sees Steinbrenner, he says, how could you? (laughs) How can you trade our young guns? Hippolito Pena wore it in 1988. Randy Velarde wore it in 1988. Terry Mulholland. Uh, who was big with the Phillies, wore it in 94. Donovan Osborne, 2004. Uh, Daryl Mays, 2005. Alan Embry, 2005. Scott Erickson, 2006. And Aaron Guile in 2006. But the man that, I, I mean, I don't think there's even anybody close. He's probably the second best lefty that's, uh, actually, that's, you can say Whitey Ford, Ron Guidry, and this man, Andy Pettit, Ward from 95 to 2013. Went away for a few years there. I believe he went away in 2004 to 2007. Played with Houston. But Andy Pettit, 
his number will be retired this year, and uh, he we will always think of him as number 46. Um, well, it's been a weird week, uh, and if you know, since uh, we last, since I last recorded, the Yankees have gone three and four, and it seems that's kind of the way it's been with these Yankees. Uh, it has just kind of been an up and down, up and down. Uh, they're currently five games up right now over 500 uh, they seem to not be able to get to that magic 10 games over uh and uh the al east again coming back um coming shrinking <laughs> uh and actually the hottest team in the american leagues the boston red sox 40 and 45 they're five back like i said you never count the red sox out this whole division it's going to be tight till the end which i guess will make that very fun and very tense uh, you know, I'm a guy, I like my teams winning 98 games, you know, 100 games, being dominant. Um, but it looks like this is the way it's going to be. Uh, last Monday, the Yankees started a series out in California. They would lose the first two games, 2-1 and 4-1. Uh, really nothing to talk about here because both games, the Yankees got two hits in each game. Um, on that Wednesday, they finally sav- savage the uh, uh, series. And won three to one. Nathan Evaldi pitched very well in that one. And then the Yankees came home, a big series against the Rays uh, this past weekend. Friday night's game was just a classic. Uh, the Yankees were down three nothing in the seventh or the eighth. A big three run home run from the newly minted All Star uh, Mark Teixeira. And uh, as John Sterling likes to say. You got text message from Teixeira. <laughs> He's so crazy. Um, the Yankees would tie this one up. This would go into extra innings. Um, and the Yankees would actually be down 5-3, I believe, in the 12th or 13th. Uh, and then Brian McCann. McCann can. Hits a three-run home run, walk off, and the Yankees would win. I mean, just a fantastic win. 7-5. And then the next day, and up to this point, the Yankees had not had a walk-off win all year. Uh, in this one, they had a 2 nothing lead going into the ninth. And uh, unfortunately, uh, the Yankees could not hold on to the lead as Batances would give up a two-run home run in the ninth. But they would come back with a walk, a base hit, and then a, a, a error. And the Yankees would win another walk-off. Ramon Flores would uh, uh, get on by an error. Uh, Perella, who was, on, was running for Teixeira, would score from second. The Yankees would have another walk-off. But then the Yankees, looking for the sweep, don't even come near that. Uh, uh, Nova did not have it. His, and you know what? His defense didn't really do him any favors. The Yankees, I think, made two, three errors in this game. Two on one play by Perella. They would lose 8-1, to one, and they just look really bad doing it. Um, and, you know, it's been a, a theme. The Yankees are very schizophrenic. Dr. Jekyll... Mr. Hyde this year, but that game, I mean, they've lost so many games like that where they just look horrible. The defense, which again, I've harped on it. It was supposed to be the best thing about this team. I think they've made the fourth most errors in uh, the American League, uh, and it's just been, you know, horrible. And to to think Didi has played a lot better at short. Uh, Steven Drew's pretty solid at short for, uh, you know, his misgivings at the plate. He's been pretty solid. So you would think the Yankees would have such a better defense, but they've just been very silly mistakes. Um, And then the Yankees uh, opened up a series last night with the Oakland A's, and sadly they lost 3-4. to Nathan Avaldi pitched a great, you know, he's pitching very well, uh, but pitched five and a third. He'd only thrown 85 pitches, and, you know, hey, the bullpen's been great, but Shreve gives up 
Shreve uh, gets comes on in, strikes out a batter, and then gives up a tying home run. Uh, I forgot who it was, but it was a tying home run. Ties it up 3-3. The Yankees go into extras, and in the 10th, Batanz is pitching his second inning. Gives up a home run to Brett Lowry, and that's the game right there. Um, so that's where we stand right now. You know, the Yankees are 44-39. and 39. Um, Big day today for the Yankees in that they get two guys back that they've been needing. Andrew Miller will be back, and he'll move right back into where he was. I'm a proponent of... If you've had a job and you've done well, and you know you you and you went down for an injury, you should have your job when you get back. So Miller will go back into that uh, closing role. Patances gets moved back to the eighth, and then Shreve and Justin Wilson, sixth and seventh, and Andrew Warren. So you know, it, it certainly strengthens the Yankee bullpen. But uh, I just feel like Girardi's got to let guys pitch a little further, especially you're taxing this bullpen. Every night, let Evaldi get through it. If you know what, if he blows it, let him blow it. Let him pitch six, seven innings. He not only thrown eighty-five pitches. Baby these guys too much, you know. And uh, again, you can't have your 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 bullpens pitching every night. And there's you know there's only six or seven guys out there. Um, also coming back, uh, Ellsbury finally coming back. And boy, the Yankees could use him. And hey, the Yankee offense has been fine. I think they've scored, you know, last year they were like 13th or or I think 13th in run score last year. This year they're third in the American League. I think they're third in home runs in the American League. So the offense has done a pretty good job. They're going to have days. You can't be great every day on offense. And they've done a much better job. Uh, so they've got two more games here with the A's. Uh, what is today? You know, I totally thought it was the ninth. It is July 8th. So, yeah, the Yankees, uh, they've got CC going tomorrow, uh, actually tonight, and then Tanaka going tomorrow. CC hasn't pitched in about nine days. The Yankees gave him a break. He's 3-8 with a 5.59 ERA. Tanaka pitched much better last week, gave up a couple runs early but settled down. Uh, he's 4-3 and three with a 3.94 ERA. Um, big game for CC. Uh, you know, he he's getting paid a lot of money. And it's hard to tell, and, and he's well beloved in the clubhouse, and I think fans really love him too. But I think we as fans, we don't look at those things too much. Sometimes we're like, if a guy's not producing, uh, you know, and he's got two years left on this contract, um, so big game for CC. Really needs to, you know, I feel like he's such a better pitcher, has good stuff. You know, everybody always makes the comparison to Pettit. You know, Pettit used to throw very hard, and then. You know, he had to rely more on his breaking ball stuff, and he really became that pitcher who who didn't have to throw hard. And, you know, CeCe's just, he hasn't found that place that he can be in. You know, I know he's, people say he's thrown a lot of innings, but, I mean, the guy can still pitch. I just don't understand what, what he's missing. Um, so, yeah, and then Tanaka, we need a good start from him. We need him to start rolling and be more, con- in fact, all the starters need to be, more consistent. Uh, amazing. Ivaldi, 8-2, 4.55 ERA. He needs to get that down. He needs to become more of a bulldog. Um, you know, and the thing I think people are saying today is that, you know, Ivaldi has, he's the only guy that's thrown 200 innings from last year. Let the guy go out and pitch and let him be a bulldog, a workhorse, workhorse on this team. He's a young guy. 
but all these starters need to be a little bit more consistent. Uh, Pineda needs to be more consistent in the second half. Yankees have a big series. Like I said, the Red Sox are right, are coming back, and the Yankees have a big three-game series going into the break. And they need to start winning series. They keep losing two to three. You know, they, they'll win two to, you know, you think of their last few series against Houston. They split that 2-2. Then they lose to the Angels 2-3. They win 2-3 to three against Tampa. You know, now they've lost the first against the A's. They need to win the next two. And then they need to go to Boston. And they need to go up there and sweep that series. Or they need to take two out of three. Um, they need to become a more consistent team. And and right now, it's the starting pitching that that sets the tone and uh, they just haven't done that. Um, and the Yankees are just lucky that they're in a, you know, you look at any other division in baseball, the Yankees would not be in first place. Kansas City, 48 and 33. So the Yankees would be about five games out there. Yeah, 49 and 37, the, uh, the Astros. So they'd be five out there. Uh, you know, the Nats are up 46, 38. So the Yankees would be two games back. Cardinals, 54 and 30. The Yankees would be 10 games out. Dodgers 47 and 38. Yankees would be about three, four games out. So they're not, you know, they are lucky in the division they're in. Um, Everybody's sort of on the downturn. Tampa Bay's, uh, you know, lost nine out of 10. The Blue Jays have lost six out of 10. The Baltimore has lost seven out of 10. They're so lucky. And amazing because Baltimore and Toronto, both plus 44, plus 85 and run differential. This is a crazy season. And, uh, you know, you just hope the Yankees can start putting it together a little bit more. Uh, the good thing to look at in the second half is that the Yankees have a lot of games at home in the second half. I would think so. For they've played 44 on the road, they've played 39 at home, so maybe not that much. It seems like they've been, you know, on the road a lot, but it's actually not that much. They'll have more home games in the second half. Where they've feasted, they're twenty-three and sixteen. They're twenty-one and twenty-three on the road. They need to get that up a little bit. They always say, you know, you got to play, you know, much better at home. Five hundred on the road. Um, yeah, you know, let's let's look around. Uh, the Twins are still playing really well, and uh, they're four and a half out. The Tigers only a game up. Uh, really mystifying um, them. Uh, let's see. The Angels are still hanging in there, two and a half. The Rangers have kind of fallen on. They were working up, but they're now working down. They're 41 and 43. The Mets hanging around, game up over 500. The Braves have been hanging around all year, 500. You know, the Pirates have been very good. They've won eight out of 10. They've won four in a row. They're a very good, underrated team. Uh, in fact, I think the Central Division in the National League is probably the best division in baseball. When you look at the Cardinals, 54 wins, the Pirates, 49 wins, and the Cubs, 46 wins. And um, actually, the Milwaukee Brewers are actually probably the hottest team in that division, even though they're in last place. Uh, they've uh, they've won eight out of ten. They have lost their last two, though. Um, and the Dodgers have been very consistent this year, very quiet, uh, except, you know, I've heard bad things about Puig. His teammates do not like him. But uh, they've been very solid this year. Uh and uh, the Giants, amazingly, had been who had been playing well, are now back to being weird. They're forty three and forty two, and the Diamondbacks uh, only five out. So that's how, that's how everything breaks down right now. And uh, with the All Star Game coming up, um, which should be fun, uh, you know, I I like the All Star Game. Uh, it's really the only All Star Game that I like because it's actually the closest to a real game. 
and in fact, as you know, this this is uh, how they settle a home field advantage, which is idiotic, but it is what it is. Um, I think the best team, I think the team with the best record should have home field advantage in the in the playoffs. I mean, in the playoffs they do it, but then when they go to the World Series, they do this stupid thing. It's just ridiculous. Um, so the All Star Game, uh, I'll run down the AL starters and the NL starters. Got Savvy Perez from the Royals, uh, Miguel Cabrera from the Tigers, but he's hurt, so he will not be playing. Albert Pujols will be starting instead, and uh, Prince Fielder will be backing up, and as well as Mark Teixeira, who will be replacing Cabrera. Teixeira's had a great year. I think he's number one in RBIs this year. And that's why getting Ellsbury is so huge, because both of those guys were getting on. Gardner has really turned it up, and you know I always worry about Gardner in the second half. He's in the last couple of years, he's had a little fall off in the second half. So hopefully Ellsbury can stay healthy, knock on wood for the rest of the year, and uh, the Yankees can have those two guys at the top of the lineup. The rest of the lineup will follow. Uh, Jose Altuve, who deserves to be there at second base, I think. Uh, forgot the second baseman for the Royals, but he was he was up there, and he should not have gone. I mean, he's had. He's had an okay season, but he should not have gone there. Anyway, uh, Sadie's Escobar for the Royals. Josh Donaldson, who was actually the loading, leading vote-getter. And I love John, Josh Donaldson. And a lot of people would say that it's the reason why the A's are not that good this year. His leadership and his uh, numbers taken away from that team. Uh, Mike Trout, who some I would say is the best player in baseball. Lorenzo Cain, who's having a great year. And Alex Gordon, both from the Royals. And Nelson Cruz made it. So... People who say that uh, the fans uh, are not forgiving, they are. Obviously, Nelson Cruz had a 50-game suspension in the last two years for uh, PEDs. Um, the reserves, Russell Martin, who's had a great year. Stephen Vaught from the A's, who's had a fantastic year. Jason Kipnis, guy's so great at second base. Jose Iglesias from the Tigers, who is a fantastic shortstop. Uh, All-around shortstop. Manny Machado, who I have on my fantasy team, so I follow him closely. He is putting up some great numbers, and boy, can he play third base. J.D. Martinez of the Tigers, Jose Bautista, Adam Jones, who I love, and Brock Holt from the Red Sox. Uh, AL pitchers, Sonny Gray, Felix Hernandez, Chris Archer, David Price, Dallas Keuchel, Chris Sale, uh, Dylan Batanzas, second straight year, uh, and he's just uh, sometimes, you, you know, what a... What of uh, what? Are, what am I trying to say? Um, but what a nice uh, guy to have around after Mariano left, you know. Uh, Brad Boxberger from the Rays, Kelvin Herrera from the Royals, Wade Davis from the Royals, Darren O'Day from the O's, Glenn Perkins from the Twins, and Zach Britton. So who's gonna close that game if the AL is up? You know, I don't know. Who do you trust? Because when you think about it, Dylan Batanzas is the setup man, but we'll see. Uh, you know. We'll see. That would be very interesting. Uh, the final vote candidates are Alexander Bogarts from the Sox, uh, Uanus Cespedes from the Tigers, uh, our own Brett Gardner, vote Gardy, uh, Brian Dozer from the Twins, and Mike Moustakas from the Royals. Uh, Gardner said that he would, you know, in years past, uh, a couple of Yankees have been on this, like, last five vote-in. And I remember... Uh, Jason Giambi had the stash. The Yankees had the whole thing about the mustache, you know, voting the stash. Uh, Nick Swisher went hard with the vote, but Gardner says, you know, he's going to let his play decide, uh, you know, whether he gets in or not. He's not he's not that kind of guy, and I, I love that. Brett Gardner's been the best player on the Yankees this year. Really put this team on his back. Uh, NL starters, Buster Posey, 
Paul, the Jeter of the Amer- uh, National League, Paul Goldschmidt, who I would love to see more, but you know, you just don't see those games on the West Coast. D. Gordon's had a fabulous year down with the Marlins. Johnny Peralta, who I just picked up in fantasy, but he pisses me off every year. Todd Frazier, who I just love from the Reds, and uh, one of my favorites, Bryce Harper, who's the National League vote getter. Matt Holiday, who's injured. And may be back. And Giancarlo Santa again, injured, so will not play. So uh, Chris Bryant, uh, and a lot of Cardinals fans are upset because they thought Carpenter should have taken the spot. But he replaces Stanton. Uh, and then Andrew McCutcheon, another player I love, will start in place of Stanton. Uh, the NL reserves are Yadier Molina, Molina Yasmin, Yasmini Grandal from the Dodgers, Anthony Rizzo. From the Cubs, the Cubs have such great young talent. They should be good for the next ten years, and I hope they are. You know what? A, what a franchise would deserve it. Adrian Gonzalez, and he's just every year. I mean, the guy just puts up great numbers. DJ Lemehu from the Rockies. Joe Panic, love that kid. Brandon Crawford. So they've got both their up the middle guys. Nolan Ariando from the Rockies. Uh, Jacques Peterson from the Dodgers, and this is his. He's a rookie, and he's up and coming. A lot of good young kids right now. Major League Baseball is going to be really great for the next few years, for the next you know generation here, uh, and they all seem to be good kids. Justin Upton, what a bounce back year for him from the Padres. AJ Pollock from the Diamondbacks. Pitchers, uh, no, you know, there's one surprise. Uh, so we got Max Scherzer, Zach Greinke, Garrett Cole. Michael Waka, 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 <laughs> Jacob DeGrom, who's just fantastic, Shelby Miller, A.J. Burnett, first time he's made it, made it in his 18-year career, probably his last, uh, Madison Bumgarner, Tre- uh, Trevor Rosenthal, Mark Melanson, Jonathan Papelbon, Francisco Rodriguez, and Araldis Chapman. And the one guy who's probably your name is like, where is he? Clayton Kershaw, who is on the final a vote, but uh, Johnny Cueto, who's just lights out right now, I do not know why I traded him. I traded him for Salvador Perez. I needed a catcher, and you know, Salvi is just uh, we'll see. He, I had him last year and he was great. I need him to put up better numbers in the second half. Uh, but Cueto has just been fantastic his last few starts. It might be his last few starts with the Reds. Uh, he's on the trading block. Uh, Jerus Familia, who I also have on my fantasy, he's been great. Uh, Clayton Kershaw, uh, Carlos Martinez, uh, who has been fantastic. Again, a lot of guys on my fantasy team. You think, my, and hey, my fantasy team's in third place. So, uh, and then Troy Tulowitzki. So it should be a fun All Star game. I love the All Star game. I love baseball. So you should watch it too. Um, yeah, you know, some people are saying A Rod should have been on it, but uh, you know. He didn't make it. If you look at the guy's numbers, if uh, you know Prince Fielder's got fantastic numbers. Another guy I had on my fantasy team who I let go. I did pick up Teixeira, uh, and you know besides average, you know they're pretty close in their other numbers. But you know I probably should have held on to uh, Little Poppy, uh, not Little Poppy, um, Prince. Uh, but yeah, uh, I mean Alex has had a great year. But you know what? He needs the rest. Let him rest up for a few days. Come back even stronger in the second half. Uh, and if my tone has changed on A-Rod, I'm sort of uh, being a little standoffish. Uh, and we'll see where we go. You know, he's done a good job this year. And uh, that's how I'm going to leave it. Um, and uh, what else do I have to talk about? I don't know if I have anything else to talk about. I'm hoping to go to the Yankee game tomorrow. And I'm thinking maybe this year, you know, I, I do have season tickets. Maybe later this year I'll uh, raffle off a pair of tickets. Uh, and maybe the tickets will be to go to a ball game with me. That sounds fun, right? I mean, 
I hope so. Anyway, guys, it's been fun doing this. I hope this was a good show. It sounds to me like it was a good show. Uh, anyway, take care um, and wash your hair. Bye. Presentation of Hatfield Digital. <laughs>